This is the Books and Authors Fantasy and Sci-Fi Podcast, episode 136. Well, good day and welcome to this episode of the Books and Authors Fantasy and Sci-Fi Podcast. I'm your host, podcaster, and author of Fun Fantasy Reads, Jamie Davis. This podcast is, well, exactly what it says it is. It's a show where we focus on fantasy and sci-fi books. We, we talk about all kinds of different fantasy and sci-fi books, and we bring the best and brightest authors from all the various corners of the fantasy and sci-fi book world here on the show for you in each episode. Um, so we'll be getting to that in just a second, but I want to kick things off, of course, as I always do, with my own personal writing update. I wrapped up the editing for the Paramedics Amazon. It will be in the hands of the editor in a few days, and that means that this is book eight in the Extreme Medical Services series and coming out in October. That's next month. As soon as that's finished, I am already on the way to getting started on the next project, which is a continuation of the Accidental Champion series. I'm picking up where Carrie and her parents left off. Yes, the Dix family is returning to Phantasma because things are not as they should be there. You can check out all the things that I'm up to all the time and have some fun things going on as well as sneak peeks, upcoming covers, special giveaways, all sorts of things. Just visit my fan group over on Facebook, Jamie's Fun Fantasy Readers, and of course my website and blog, jamiedavisbooks.com. I always look forward to hearing from you, so if you leave a comment over there, expect to hear back from me. I love chatting with folks about not just my books, but fantasy and sci-fi books in general, probably why I have a podcast. Joining us uh, this week for this episode of the podcast are Michael Evan and Jeffrey Kohanick from Fallbrant Press. I brought them on the show to talk about this new publishing venture they've put together and what it means for independent authors who write great books but struggle with the business side of things like marketing and advertising. Jeff and Michael talk about the first few authors they've brought on board, many of whom you've heard here on the show in past episodes. We chat about what it makes takes to make a great story and um, what a gr great series in fantasy and sci-fi books looks like and how readers in those books find them through Fallbrand's efforts. Here's my chat with Michael and Jeffrey. Hey, uh, Michael and Jeffrey, how are you guys doing? Welcome back to the Books and Authors Fantasy and Sci-Fi Podcast. Thanks for having us, Jamie. Yeah, it's great to be back. 
So, um, you know, just uh, to kind of refresh everyone's memory, I mean, uh, you know, you guys have been, we've worked together for off and on and either here on the podcast or known each other in, in indie publishing circles. But uh, you two are uh, two of the great minds behind uh, the Fallbrant Press, uh, which is a, a specialized small publisher, I guess I'd call it, uh, specializing in uh, indie authors and helping them uh, get their work out there and, and into folks' hands. Would would that make sense to you, Jeff? Does that make sense to uh, how you explain yeah, it to folks? Yeah, I'd say, you know, so far our approach has been a little unique because rather than trying to find, um, you know, new unpublished manuscripts, we've been instead reaching out to authors who, you know, get get part of it right, you know, maybe they're writing well and they've got a small, you know, um, following, but, but the business aspect just hasn't come together for them. So they're, they're not getting that part right. And so we have been helping these authors try to take these series and relaunch them, you know, and target wider, you know, readers and, you know, get them connected. So everybody's, all the right readers are reading those books. So, Michael, on the uh, website at fallbrantpress.com on the about page, you lead off with publishing with an edge. What does that mean uh, to you and, and how you c- come about approaching um, dealing with uh, helping authors get their word out there and get their books out there? So basically the idea um, behind Fallbrant was to have everything happening in-house. So whereas a lot of most small presses uh, – don't have um, in-house publicity, you know, interviews, uh, setting up of ARC team, of uh, advanced reader teams, and, and um, you know, working with Facebook groups and, and fan groups and stuff like that. Um, the idea was to have all that stuff in-house. So aside from, uh, you know, just having a place to sell books and format books and, you know, do covers and stuff like that. The idea was to basically run it all. So we have, you know, the advertising, uh, you know, we, we think a lot of, um, we, we put a risk into it. We think a lot of money into our authors, uh, cause we believe in them and we think that's really important. If you believe in your, um, you have to believe in, in who you're putting out, uh, and believe that they're going to sell. Uh, and we also run a, a full, fully fledged publicity, um, side of things. Um, so it's really just a, a concept that um, I thought was uh, something that wasn't being done right now. Uh, and that was, I guess, where we were going with that. So, Jeff, um, what is it about um, the authors that you've brought on board so far that you you think, you know, attracted you to them initially? Like, for instance, Justin. Um, Justin Fike, who, who's been on the show recently, um, you know, he's a great example of, of a fantastic author um, who's, who's been out and had some great books published. Um, what was it about Justin that drew you to him? Yeah, um, so obviously, since you had Justin on, you know he's, you know, he's well-spoken and he's uh, friendly, and th- that helps a lot from the um, publicity side, right? So he's easy to talk to him and he's articulate with his responses, et cetera. Uh, but then again, with, with his books, he had solid covers, right? So it, every, every book has a bunch of elements. And if you don't get all the elements right, some sale, you know, your sales suffer in some way, right? So it's cover, it's blurb, it's 
um, Amazon targeted keywords, it's uh, uh, categories, and then it, it comes down to um, launch plans and spending, you know, investing in advertising, et cetera. Well, he had a lot of the parts right that are that were easy for us to to take and and work with, you know. And obviously, writing you have to write write a compelling story that people like. So if the reviews are good and other elements are good, but you see areas where you can improve, that's what we go for. And we take the series, relaunch it, do a big push with uh, um, paid ads, and our ads keep going. We spend unlike. A lot of small presses. I've been with a small press early in my career as an author. Um, they don't keep investing in the promotion of the book, so the sales die off after the initial you know launch. Uh, and that's that's not how you run a successful indie business. You have to keep going. So that's that's what we're doing. And I'll just. Um... Uh, oh, just sorry, sorry. J just to add one thing, ahead, though, Justin, um, because I had been a fan of his work um, before, and his stuff is is a lot of fun. Uh, he really uh, he's he knows how to write, you know, strong female uh, protagonists, and he adds a lot of humor to his stuff. Um, and the books, just uh, from a readability standpoint, right away when I jumped into them, uh, just it, to me, it felt like they had a lot going for them. So. Well, and it's not just about, you know, bringing other authors on. I mean, Jeff, you're publishing your books um, there as well. Michael, you have uh, the Alehouse Wars that's out. or yeah. It, so, Michael, tell us a little bit about, you know, coming in as an author yourself. Um, you have done PR in the book world for so long. Um, what was it that, you know, said this is the time for me to publish my own book in this? In this uh, there were a, few, a couple of things. I think there was uh, – there was the idea that I had been, you know, writing all my life in various forms, be it uh, songs, poetry, uh, dabbling in creative writing and stuff like that. Uh, but I'd never really done anything with it. And being in, a, in a, an industry in a field, uh, you know, heavily inundated by writers. And uh, the, so to an extent, it was like, OK, well, there was a little bit of a credibility factor um, to what I'm doing if I also use some of my creative ability to put something like this together. Um, it felt like the right time. Now, obviously um, I acquired uh, James Reed, JMD Reed's help with a lot of it. We basically co-wrote uh, both the books, uh, me bringing in what I do, which is the, the character stuff and the humor and the satirical and him bringing in a lot of the more epic fantasy, the battles and the, and the, uh, you know, magic and swords and sorcery and stuff to sort of bring it uh, into more of a, an epic satirical fantasy. Uh, I don't believe I would have been able to achieve even close to the same results or nearly as quickly without James. Uh, but I think at the end of the day, um, it was definitely a collaborative, uh, about a 50-50 collaborative effort. And uh, it's been cool. Like the early reviews have been pretty awesome. And uh, I haven't exactly figured, I had a a sort of a rough estimate of when I wanted to, to launch the first book, which was late September. I haven't, I'm not a hundred percent sure if that's still going to be the case, but the plan is to get them out, uh, both books out, you know, in the next few months. 
Jeff, what about you? I mean, you know, it's interesting that, you know, you guys have really put your own money where the mouth is and you've got your own books published here as well um, because you believe in this project and this company uh, moving forward. Um, what is it, you know, what is the impetus behind, um, you know, you're obviously going to be keeping writing yourself, uh, you know, to keep this project moving forward and, and, and keep, uh, you know, some great authors coming on board as time moves forward. Yeah. I'm, I mean, yes, I'm definitely going to keep writing my own books and, uh, and actually I'll say this, uh, my 14th one just came out a few days ago. So, and that's late August. Um, so yeah, I'm excited about that. Uh, but as far as Fallbrand goes, you know, it, it started be, with the fact that, you know, you, you see authors all the time saying that they're, they're struggling and they're, they're, they're kind of depressed that they put these books out, yet nobody finds them. You know, and, and you know as well as I do, Jamie, that discoverability is the biggest challenge we've got as authors. You write the best story in the world, but if nobody ever reads it, you know, that's, that's the tough part. And there's, you know, so many millions of books out there to sort through. Um, so what I did is I looked at the, all the things I've learned over the past, you know, five years, thought, okay, well, you know, instead of me just trying to like throw recommendations or, or tips to people when they have these, these um, situations where they're posting, like I said, on Facebook and groups saying, Hey, I'm struggling. What am I, what can I do? Um, I thought, well, what if we had a business where we took these people and, and, and helped them as a partnership? Hey, you guys just keep writing books and we'll do all the business stuff the best we can, try new stuff, apply everything we know that's worked in the past and invest money in your, in your books. And hey, between us, we'll split the profit and there it's a partnership. So there you go. You don't have to worry about the business stuff. And there are a lot of authors that say, oh my God, that is the best thing ever because I hate the business stuff. It, it's just very worrisome for them, right? And, and they're, they're afraid to invest. I mean, I spend thousands of dollars to launch a book um, knowing that I have to spend money to make it. Well, a lot of people, they spend a few hundred and then they wonder why nobody bought their book, you know? It is definitely a certain uh, a daunting task, and I, I think if, if I wasn't uh, had hadn't already been an entrepreneur and other and owned other businesses, um, I don't know that I'd have approached my author business the same way um, once I started writing. So I, I think I was somewhat lucky in that respect that I I understood the need to to market and and how how to sell that part of myself, you know, my creative side. Um, is, is something that's hard, not as, not something every author can do for sure. And I know, um, you know, you have like Katie Cherry and Kelly Blanchard on board as well. Um, both amazing authors with some fantastic stories, but, um, you know, like you said, they were just feeling like they weren't getting seen by enough eye, eyeballs and, and getting in the people's, you know, Kindles or whatever, uh, so that people could consume their, their great work. Um, you know, what's the, what's the biggest challenge for you, um, Michael, from the standpoint of publicity and PR, um, when you bring a new author in, uh, to work with you? So a lot of, I mean, it depends. I mean, from a Fallbrand perspective, a lot of that stuff actually factors into who we sign. So, um, 
I may have either worked with an author um, doing some small PR stuff uh, before, and I kind of know the personality traits and I know what they're willing to do. And I know that they're willing to um, do a live video and, you know, make a little bit of a fool of themselves by getting in front of people, be a, a little bit more um, outrageous and uh, have fun with, with an audience, uh, do something, you know, in a Facebook group where they're, um, you know, we build a group with, you know, a couple thousand people and we do um, crazy events. I, I think that one of the hardest things I've, I've dealt with working on publicity um, is when, you know, authors, uh, and I mean, I have an introvert side, so I understand what it's all about, um, when they're not really willing to, um, to do it, or they, want, they think they want to do it, they think they want to do interviews, they want to go get out there, um, but then once, once they start getting inundated with press and different things, they realize that they, they don't really want to do it, or they feel um, intimidated by doing it, by, by putting themselves out there in that way. Um, and, you know, when it comes to publicity and press, when you're, when you're looking at indie novels and, and whatnot, um, not every press avenue is going gonna, is gonna to get thousands and thousands and thousands of views right away, but it is going to be something that when you search an author, um, you'll find more stuff about them. And I know uh, personally, um, when I find an author I really like, I like to know everything about them. Uh, I like to see them uh, in interviews. I like to read interviews. And a lot of times I've um, discovered authors I've liked just because I thought they've been, they were cool. And they seemed like they, uh, they had a good presence. I'm like, you know what, I'm going to check this out. And some of them have become my favorite authors. So um, finding authors that are willing to, um, to let, their, let themselves shine um, and work with us to let them shine. Uh, and it, it is a challenge, but I think so far we've, we've done really well with that. What about you, Jeff? Um, you know, when you, when you have an, a new author reach out to you and say, you know, I think I, I'd be a good fit for Fallbrant. Um, you know, here's what I've written so far, because I know you're only taking people that have some existing work out there. Um, what is it you look for from one of those authors? Yeah, uh, so I look at it from a different perspective. Um, so books are assets. I'm going to break this down from a business perspective. Books are assets, and every asset has um, a lot of variables that impact its market ability, right? So the more I can identify who the proper target reader is, the easier it is for me to market that thing. Um, so book titles, book covers, um, what's the story? You know, do I, do I under, how well do I understand that subgenre? Because right now we're only taking fantasy, but, you know, said fantasy is multifaceted. So it, those are the types of things that I look at, um, and I certainly look at what they've sold in the past. I look at the reviews from, from readers that are posted on Goodreads and Amazon. Um, if, if people, if most people love the books that they're writing, um, then I know that I can get, I can, I can kind of sell the book one or a box set for the first few books for a low price, like 99 cents, or even maybe a freebie now and then. And you'll get read through because read through is when indie authors make, make our money, right? Especially, uh, you know, whether it's KU or sales, you, you make your money and read through. So you got to have compelling stories that people want to keep on reading. I want to read more of this author. And then, you know, like I said, all the other aspects. Now that said, if the covers are bad, 
well, we will invest and, you know, replace those covers. Um, if the blurbs are poorly written, well, I, I end up going in and rewriting every blurb um, and try to, you know, it's a hard thing to do, but I do my best. And uh, same thing with categories. I do research on categories and targeting and Amazon ads because I'm doing ads every day for on Amazon and Facebook for every, every author we we have. Um, so those are the things I look at, like all these elements of this thing we're trying to sell. Yeah. And we have had to make some, sorry. No, and it's important to look at it that way as a business. Now, I was going to say, Michael. we have actually um, had to make a few changes um, with, uh, with some of the product that we've put out just because um, we thought that, you know, certain titles might not be, uh, even if they were cool titles, they might not be uh, titles to uh, that would appeal to the uh, sort of less discerning and, and you know more general public uh, readers that see something. So you know there are situations where we'll keep covers, but we'll change titles, um, yeah. or we'll change book individual book names to make them reflect more of a of a constant theme, uh, as opposed to you know all the book titles being completely different and unrelated to each other. Yeah, I mean, and I'll say this too: the the author still owns this stuff. I mean, if the, if they don't like the cover or they don't like the title, like it's not going to happen. However, you know, we, we're trying to help them. So if they they listen to our suggestions and work with us on the changes that we recommend, we know we'll sell more. They'll make more. Everything will go better. No, and you got to treat it like a business. And and um, you know it. it I have that creative side of me that has to tell those stories that are rattling around in my brain. But at the same time, I, I, I pick from the stories that are up there trying to figure out what, what's going to be accepted by the biggest audience next. Um, you know, am I going to write another book in an existing series because I've got readers that are clamoring for the next part of that story? Or do I start something new to try to attract new readers to my brand and and you know those are decisions i have to make and you guys are just you know helping authors with with discerning that process a little bit because it's not something that comes naturally to folks um i, I guess you, you that's what you're saying jeff what about like what's up next for fall brand i know you've got you know the authors you have in-house now um but you've got a new author coming out about the time this podcast releases why don't you talk a little bit about them so um, the, our next, uh, the next official release uh, is going to be uh, Susan Faw, uh, and we're going to be putting out her Heart of the Citadel series, which is a series that was actually uh, released, but really uh, very little was actually done with it uh, from a marketing perspective, uh, just because of timing, um, some issues with Susan um, taking on more work and, uh, I had approached her about it and said, look, and I actually started reading the series and I thought it was, it was as a, a YA series, uh, really next level, uh, in terms of, uh, imagery and characterization and stuff like that. And she was a little bit disappointed with what it was doing sales wise, considering, um, how well her first series did, um, won some awards and stuff like that. Um, sales were high and I suggested, um, you know, cause she was, she was writing something else. And then I said, well, why don't we go back to this series? We'll put it out for you. Um, you can extend it and focus on it. Cause she had wanted to make it a longer series and she was totally into the idea. So, 
uh, we're, I'm, I'm, Jeff and I are really excited to have her because she's fantastic. What, what are your thoughts about her coming on board, Jeff? Uh, well, I think that she's going to do well. I mean, right off the bat, she has strong covers and she is, she, she's a talented writer who gets solid read through. Um, so it just, you know, it comes down to taking what she got, polishing it a little bit from a business and, you know, uh, um, asset perspective, right? And then, you know, putting a mar marketing dollars behind it. Uh, so I think she's going to do great. Um, so I'm excited about her. I'm excited about some other authors we have coming on, you know, early next year. Um, but, you know, here's the thing, like, each author, I need to, we, we, Michael and I need to spend the appropriate amount of time to support them, support their launch and build them up so that things are successful. And that's why we're kind of carefully taking on, you know, one here, one there, you know, it's, it's been a slow roll on purpose. Yeah. And to add to that, I've, um, I've noticed a lot of, uh, a lot of publishing companies that, uh, have taken on way too many authors way too quickly. Uh, and that's led to, uh, extreme, uh, delays and releases um, and a lot of problems because then the authors um, are basically sitting there without books to sell, waiting for launches. Um, I have a tendency to uh, get really excited about things um, and want to do things really fast. Um, Jeff has been my uh, constant voice of reason uh, throughout this process, but as things are going, I'm, I'm really uh, starting to understand that and um, uh, sort of hold myself back so that we are able to make every launch uh, A, successful, B, something that works for what it is. Like, for example, with Justin, we did the dual uh, bundle audiobooks and ebooks um, kind of at the same time with bookended audiobooks and ebooks for the next series, which is kind of something different that we've we've never done before, but it works really well for him. And we're able to kind of take the time to nurture that process and make sure that, you know, Justin's getting a lot of attention before we move on to Susan and do it again with her. Well, it's, it's great hearing about this. Um, I'm excited for both for you two, but also for the authors that are working with you and, and, um, you know, I, I, I've interviewed a lot of them, if not all of them, on the show here at one point or another in the past and probably will have them back on again in the future uh, because they're great at what they do and they turn out great books. And, um, you know, that's uh, – I wish it was as easy as that, but you guys are at least taking them under your wing and, and getting them more exposure and, uh, and, and helping them and yourselves along the way be more profitable with, with uh, their projects. So um, thanks for coming on the show. Any final thoughts or words from you, Jeff, um, for, uh, about Fallbrand? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I think it's, it's, been, it's been going well, <laughs> and uh, I've been getting a lot of great feedback from the authors who we're working with. You know, they're happy. And I mean, so you look at it, you know, whether even if they're the, these series that they have, they're selling far more copies, right? And they're getting far more page reads than they ever had before. Um, 
but that's only part of it. Because if you look at the other part, um, when you get more readers into a series, those readers become fans of the author. And everything the author does afterward, they'll have more people diving in. So we're building authors' careers between sales and publicity in addition to just selling books. Right. Well, it's great having you both on the show. Thanks so much for sitting down and taking some time out of what I know is a very busy schedule for both of you. Um, folks can find out more about what you all have coming and going on over at fallbrandpress.com, and I'll have links to that in the show notes for this episode here at the Books and Authors Fantasy and Sci-Fi Podcast. Um, Jeffrey and Michael, it is always a pleasure having you on, and the door is always open if you want to come back in the future. It's always a pleasure talking about books and fantasy books especially with you two. Great. Thanks, Jamie. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Thanks, Jamie. And that's going to wrap up this episode of the Books and Authors Fantasy and Sci-Fi Podcast. I hope you'll catch up with us for a whole lot more fun and uh, great information and great books and great authors over at the Fantasy and Sci-Fi Focus community. It's a group over on Facebook. Just search for Fantasy and Sci-Fi Focus and you'll find it. Also, um, you can find us over at the website fantasy-focus.com. Leave a comment there on this episode if you have one, and love to hear from you. Um, Also, while you're over there, up at the top of the post for each episode, you'll see a player for the audio file. You can listen to it right there on the website. Right below that is the link to subscribe to the show, whether you're on iOS, Android, or even by email. You can subscribe using your favorite podcast app and not miss any of the upcoming episodes. Our next guest author is Kevin Potter. You won't want to miss this episode. It's a great one, and we've got more authors lined up for you throughout the rest of this year. So um, that's it. We'll wrap up this episode of the Books and Authors Fantasy Sci-Fi Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Jamie Davis, author of Fun Fantasy Reads. Don't forget to follow me over on Facebook in my reader group, Jamie's Fun Fantasy Readers, and my website, jamiedavisbooks.com. And if you haven't read anything of mine and like to try something out, you can head over to my website. There's a sign-up form on the right-hand side where you can get a free ebook from me to check out my books and see if it's something you'd like to read more of. Whatever you do, though, subscribe and come back here for the next episode. And while you're waiting for that, keep your eyes open, folks, because whether you know it or not, there's magic all around you.